Good evening. Welcome to Utter Nonsense, the AdCast. This is Sydney Smith. First off, I would just like to give a huge shout out to Mr. Bell, one of my FFA advisors, for giving me this opportunity to record here at Azel First Assembly. This evening, we have Dr. Graham from Tarleton State University. Good evening, Dr. Graham. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Just glad to be able to promote FFA and your ag science courses and, and uh, what you're doing there in Azel. I'm excited too. First, could you tell me a little bit about what a day at work in your shoes looks like? Well, the first thing I can say, well, you're a teacher. You teach every day. You get up, you go to school, you teach your classes, you go home. And and that is not what I do. I mean, there's days that I teach. And even those classes are never the same. You never know what's going to happen. Um, I have a lot of interaction in my classes and and uh, we move around and we do things. And so we never know exactly what may or may not work. And then um, part of the year, I'm out supervising our internships out in our ag industry. And uh, and those days are definitely, uh, you know, exciting, um, full of adventure. Uh, I learn something new every time I go out. So uh, it, it, it's a... It is an adventure, and uh, and definitely not the same. Tell me about your educational background. Well, I have three degrees. All of them are in agricultural education. Um, I got my bachelor's degree at Carlton State University in agriculture education. I got my master's at Carlton State University in uh, agricultural education. And then I got my doctorate at Oklahoma State in agricultural education and higher ed administration. Awesome. What advice would you give a high school student? What advice would I give a high school student? Um, Learn. Be persistent. Don't take the easy road. Uh, Don't ever take what a teacher or a, a mentor or someone tells you lightly or uh, act as if they don't know what they're talking about because those things usually come around to to, you, to a student saying, wow, I wish I would have listened. And so I always tell my students and tell my high school students when I call high school, never tell yourself you wish you would have. And so the way to keep from doing that is, is just simple um, you know, you don't have to knock the top out of the class. You don't have to do all A's or even B's. Just try and, and find a passion for what you like and um, and be persistent in it. Dream. Dreams, dreams are good, especially in high school. Yes, ma'am. How did the ag industry impact your life? Oh, wow. Tremendously. Um I grew up on a small um, farm ranch. Uh, my dad was an accountant um, for a for a company, a large company, a nationwide company. But um, my granddad was a dryland cotton farmer. We had several acres that we ran cattle. I grew up um, rodeoing, um, showing horses. Um, I was. Uh, the first female to take agriculture classes in my high school. It was a battle, but I got to do it. And I ended up showing pigs, raising pigs. Uh, one time I had 13 fowls um, on feed and, 
and uh, was raising show pigs. So, uh, yes, it, it, it helped me get through school. It helped me um, build, uh, to become the person I am. I mean, I, I knew what responsibility, I knew what hard work was, and and that all came from agriculture. And, um, you know, I do know the, the hardships, uh, and I do understand um, you know, what, a, what farmers go through on a day-to-day basis. And just, it, it, it was then and it is now. It's, it's just hard to make a living. And so um, I feel like I may be in a situation where hopefully someday, somehow, uh, and maybe I already have made a difference in helping, um, you know, in policies and procedures and in, in, in education. Um, you know, I don't just educate students. I feel like I'm, I walk and and talk agriculture every day. That's awesome. I can't even imagine how it was like being the first female in your high school to be in agriculture. Yeah, it was uh, it was different, but um, I went in there bound and determined that I was going to do it. Very small school. Um, you know, girls took home eggs, boys took eggs. And I said, nope, that's not what I'm going to do. And uh, I had parents that stood behind me and uh, I remember the first day in, in high school as a as a freshman walking into the principal's office and saying, I see that I'm enrolled in, in the home economics class, but I'm going to ag. And he said, okay. <laughs> so, awesome. Yep. That's how, I, that's how it started. Why do you think the FFA is so valuable to the youth in our community? FFA is, is probably the only that still teaches students leadership, values, ethics, morals, and does it with so many different tools. Um, and they do it in a hands-on type situation. They, they do it with the, the animals, the show animals. They do it with metal. They do it with woodworking. Um, they do it with photography. They do it with, um, you know, all kinds of things that you would find, not find, not find anywhere else. So, I can't help believe that FFA has had it right for a long time and they continue to get it right. And I think it's so important because the high school students, whether we want to believe it or not, are our future leaders. I mean, that's just a fact. Yes, ma'am. What is a valuable lesson you learned from your career? Valuable lesson? Um, you know... There's so many lessons. I think some valuable lessons is I've just, one of the things I always say is uh, stop and smell the roses. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy what you're doing now. Um, it seems like the world is in such a fast, hurry, get it done pace that we don't stop long enough to appreciate what we have done, where we've come from, and really where we're going. Sometimes we miss adventures because we are trying to go through life too fast so you know i i want to slow down and i think you know students need to slow down um technology has been good but it's also been bad i think in the fact that it has um you know caused us to to do things fast and hurry up um I think we need to look at the glass as half full and not half empty. Uh, be optimistic 
be positive, be enthusiastic. Um, those are some of the, the life lessons I think that, that I have learned and, and continue, I hope, to learn. I agree. It feels like these past three years in high school have flown by already. <laughs> exactly. What is one thing you wish you could have told yourself starting out? Oh, what, what is one thing I wish I could have started? Oh, gosh. Um, there's probably, again, so many things. But, I, again, I think going back to enjoying enjoying what you're doing, you know, I have I've built a couple of homes in my adult life. And I get, I just, you know, I, I understand it's a journey and not the, the end product. And so I think that that, again, is just going back and, and slowing down and making memories and being kind. Um, you know, sometimes when we get in a hurry, we forget to be kind to people. We forget the people who are helping us. We forget to be respectful. And so I'm sure in, in my younger years, I was that way. And as I get older, I understand how important it is and how all of us of all ages need to be more understanding and more kind and respectful of, of everybody that we're around. What is, was one of your biggest fears going into your career? What was one of the biggest fears that I wouldn't accepted? Um, you know, I, I was, I was, I could say I was the first, um, I was the first female ag teacher in the state of Texas. And, you know, when I decided to be an ag teacher back when I was about a junior in college, everybody told me I couldn't do it. And I started out myself. So I started having a fear. What if I can't do that? What if I can't be that person? But then I think I leaned back on my parents being behind me when I walked into that high school ag class and knowing that if the principal would have said no, they would have been up there to say yes. And you know, those things, just leaning back on my understanding and knowing that I can do something, um, it, it's just a matter of getting over that little bit of a fear sometimes. Did you have a lot of support being the first? Did I have a lot of support? Oh, yeah. My, my, my parents supported me. Um, and actually, I had really good teachers, high school teachers that uh, supported me and were, uh, you know, I, yeah, I had support. And I think that that is, that's something that everybody needs. Um, and I think that I believe that there are too many families out there that get too busy. And sometimes we don't slow down, you know, and, and support um, our youth in the way they need to be supported. You know, I, I don't have children of my own. I feel like I have thousands of children out and about that I've taught that I feel like are my children. But, you know, I feel help and support in the school. And because I do know that at that age, in high school students um, going into college, our college students, they need support. So um, I had that. I It's important that I you know, that I feel and do my duty and seeing that I can support others also. Did the students have 
a reaction to you being the first female ag teacher? Um, not really. It's kind of uh, interesting because um, they were they may be a little bit starstruck or just kind of a little like a little you know like oh wow you know we, we what is a <laughs> here we have a woman ag teacher we've never had it you know and that lasted probably a month and then I became just their ag teacher. And I remember one time we were we were in a bus and we were going back from a, a contest and one of the students asked said um, said well my name is they said Miss Hunter that that was my name at the time they said you know we have students that ask us all the time when we're at contests what is it like having a female ag teacher in in having a you know in, in our high school. And I said, and? And they said, well, we just say she's a teacher. <laughs> and, you know, she's like any other teacher. Which, and that's, that's what I want to be. I don't, you know, I never wanted to be the, the stick, you know, the person that stuck out or, you know, look at me. And so I took that as, an, as, a, as a compliment because they, they were just seeing me for who I was. Yeah, that has Not to be a, a huge honor. It, it was, it, you know, and, and that's, I've never been a women's liver. Uh, that wasn't why I did it. It wasn't any, had any, it had nothing to do with that. It just had my love for agriculture and in a way that I felt like I could contribute. I would have never been a history teacher or a math teacher or probably any other type of teacher. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. What's your favorite part about your job? Um, I think it's, just being around students. Students keep me. I mean, I'm I'm getting I'm getting a few years, uh, getting a little long in the tooth, as they would say, with a horse. Um, but the students keep me alive. They keep me um, positive. They challenge me, and and I need that. And so, um, you know, I've done I do a lot of administrative. And I, I do a lot of things at work. Like I said, it's very different every day. But if I didn't have the students in the classroom, I, I don't, I wouldn't do this. I think that it is the students that, in the, and like I say, they make every day a little different. What advice would you give someone who wanted to pursue a career similar to yours? Do it. You dream it, you do it. You go for it, you you strive for it. Um, and if you find out later on in life it's not yours, it's not your cup of tea, that's okay. But it, don't let anybody tell you what you need to do that's going to affect the rest of your life. It needs to be something that you want to do, that you have a passion for, um, and that you believe in. Um, you know, I, I, I hear all the time students tell me, that they're doing a particular major because their parents told them that's what they needed to do. And I think that's so sad because there can't be any passion or love or drive in that. So it's got to be something that if, if they want to do it, man, we best get behind them and push them. And... So kind of piggybacking off of that, who are three people that are most influential to you? Well, I think all through my years, um, I had a, I have a past husband that 
um, was in agriculture. He was in agriculture State University. And he, he inspired me. He, he was my hero. Um, I mean, he was, he was something that I strive to be. Um, and he challenged me and he supported me in, in everything that, you know, sometimes he didn't agree with some things that maybe I wanted to do or not do. And, uh, but yet, uh, he was always there. And then my parents, um, I have to say, even though they're both deceased now, they were, they too were both, both my heroes. I mean, you know, they, they kept me in check. They, you know, got me raised and, um, I'm, I'm very thankful for what they did in all the years they supported us. And, you know, it's hard to see that when you're in high school or even college or even in your twenties and thirties. But, um, here in my, uh, you know, older years, I, I realized how much they sacrificed both my parents and my past husband for me. And, and that, that's very humbling. I just hope I can repay somebody in, in the same way. Is there one common myth about your profession or field that you would like to debunk? Yeah, um, we're not uh, just the teachers. We're not just, uh, it's not just a profession. Um, you know, we're different than, I think we're different than any other discipline. And in agriculture, you know, I always like to say we're not cows, cows, and sows. Um, we are way beyond that. And I think everybody thinks agriculture is, is like dirty. Uh, you, you're in the field. You're messing with animals. You're, you know, it's, it's, and that's so not true. I mean, there's, there's, there are those jobs. There are those, if you want, there's, there's those things and opportunities and things that you can do that way. But that's not, that's not agriculture as you think of it in a technical or a higher education type setting. Um, you know, people ask me things all the time about, oh, you must know how to do pigs or cows or horses or sheep or, you know, have all kinds of questions for me about growing plants. That's a good one. They always want me to know how to tell them how to grow their plants. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> now, yeah, we're way beyond technical. There are so many I mean, there's so many jobs and so many things about agriculture that people don't understand. And I, I think that's where we as a whole in agriculture have messed up. We have not done a real, very good job in telling our story and educating those who still think, you know, of course, milk comes from H-E-B and not from a cow, you know. And that's, I've, I've got people in my family that believe that. And I keep saying, why? They shouldn't, I mean, I should be telling them different. Um, so, you know, that, that I think is people, people want to think of agriculture as somebody digging in the dirt and, you know, picking up cow poop and things like that. Yes, ma'am. That's what we're trying to get out here is the FFA is more than sure. just that. Yep. Is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners? Not anything profound. Again, I... I think that, um, you know, like I said earlier, I, I'm really becoming more of a believer in this all the time. 
is to enjoy the journey, enjoy the ride, give back, don't always take, um, and, and you'll be happier by giving back rather than taking in the long run. Yes, ma'am. Is there somewhere my listeners could connect with you online? Not really. I, I mean, I, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in the podcast or anything, or, I mean, I have a, of course I have an email, um, and it's just sgram at carlson.edu. Um, if anybody would like to email me, um, but I'm not on a, any other kind of media platform. All right. One last question for you. We're going to end it on a fun one this evening. What's your favorite dessert? My favorite dessert is my mom's chocolate cake. It is, it has come down through the, I don't know how old the recipe is, but it is old and it is, it is good. (laughs) (laughs) And and if nobody enjoys chocolate, uh, something's wrong. All right, well, we're closing it out this evening. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Utter Nonsense, the AgCast. A huge thank you to Dr. Graham for being our special guest this evening. It's been an honor talking to you, reminding all of our listeners to be safe. Signing off, this is Sydney Smith. Remember, it's not goodbye, just so long till next time.